0: Hello, guys, and welcome back to Conversation with Hardev and Fran. Hi, Hardev. Hi, you? Fran, how are, you how are you? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you. And today's topic, as you've seen from the title, is about health and healthcare. So we both came from, um, you know, uh, natural bodybuilding and this passion for health and fitness. Uh, so basically, the, the primary um, reason for us to engage in physical activity and fitness and bodybuilding was like, doing uh, something for our health or, you know, looking after uh, our health and not just like doing bodybuilding for, you know, trying to grow as big as possible and become as muscular as possible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, i like to talk to you, to, with you today about, you know, the difference as well between health and healthcare, because I think that the difference is very profound and uh, is also interesting that, of course you as a, as a doctor can uh, you know just explain uh, the difference between the, the two terms
1: yeah okay so I think um, when we're thinking about health we're thinking holistically um, and a big part of that being our lifestyles and um, mm. so what we do to look after ourselves be that exercise the way that we eat Um, the way that we sleep, how we manage our stress levels, our purpose and our mission in life, our exposure to sunlight, all these things which could individually be regarded as quite small things and things that can be quite temporary, but collectively make a large impact on our health, on our development, how we grow, how we are able to deal with day-to-day situations, how we feel, our mood, our energy levels, it has a huge impact. All those things together have a huge impact. Yeah. The point at which I usually will see a patient um, will be when something has gone wrong, when mm-hmm. some sort of dis-ease has settled. So someone is not at ease, they are feeling unwell, some sort of, um, uh, possibly some sort of pathology has started or or there's something to to, to make that, patient believe that they are not well and they need the help of someone else to make them feel better mm-hmm. um, and <clears throat> so i'm quite interested in thinking about how we can manage all those lifestyle things to take the best care we can of our health to prevent the onset of these issues occurring to prevent the onset of disease or to at least delay the onset of disease uh, and then how we go forward from there um, so for me, a big driving force is whenever I get the opportunity would be to try and talk to someone about the things that they can do to improve their lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. although I may be seeing someone uh, about something completely different, for example, we might have uh, a regular check about, you know, a a discussion about blood tests, for example, and their blood tests might be normal, uh, but they may be overweight, they may have poor eating habits, they may not do any exercise, but still it's an opportunity to think about what are the things that you can do to manage your health going forward so that we can keep you in good health, good energy levels, uh, dealing with day-to-day life uh, in a positive way?
0: That's awesome, that's fantastic. Uh, so it's like preventive uh, medicine um, instead of just uh, looking at the root cause of the problem instead of uh, you know, trying to just treat the symptoms with just some pills and antibiotics and, and drugs. And exactly. that be the essence of you know uh, medicine. Um, um, again, uh, how probably all doctors should um, should behave and uh, should treat their patient. Um, and really looking, I like the, the thing about the lifestyle. So health is not just uh, being healthy, but it's like a plethora of different dimensions from uh, your day-to-day habits uh, as soon as you wake up and uh, when you go to bed and uh, your eating habits, your physical activity, a lot of multiple factors that actually come together to define your lifestyle uh, that ultimately will also define your level of health, and um, that that's really that's really good. And yeah, exactly. In, in term- right. Sorry, and, and, and in terms of like um, in in this situation that we're living at the moment, uh, do you end up you know having a lot of conversation with your patient also around these these elements, uh, so their lifestyle and how they are actually um leaving uh, the situation and the coping with uh, the current lockdown
1: yeah definitely um because now more than ever um Mm -hmm. people are trying to prevent a disease they're Mm -hmm. trying to uh prevent um first of all they're trying to prevent catching coronavirus but then they're also trying to prevent getting a bad outcome from it um you know so some people do recover from it absolutely fine and some people unfortunately um, die because of the virus. And so they're trying, lots of people now are thinking about preventing it by reducing exposure, but also um, if they do happen to get it to try and you know, deal with it the best way they can. Mm-hmm. If we take any, you know, for example, um, obesity, for example, mm-hmm. uh, something that's very, very common, affects many people. Um, obesity is very much a condition which Will predispose you to other problems. So it will predispose you to type two diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, lots and lots of different things. Mm. Um, It also predisposes you to stress-related problems, mental health issues, but lots of things. So it's it's a a wide range of problems that can be related to obesity. Now, if you're thinking, if we're thinking just medically, someone who's obese and has struggled to lose weight can very easily go to see their doctor. They will be, um, you know think thought about as whether medication could help them and lots of people take medication to lose weight because okay, mm-hmm. so there's lots of medications on the market that can help lose weight that's the first thing and some people if that fails will then have surgery to lose weight all
0: right
1: and 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 so they have you know what we call bariatric surgery and some people do lose weight because of it um but it's where part of their um, digestive system is removed so they then end up um, not absorbing as many calories and things like this, mm-hmm. and they, they end up losing weight. Um, but if we were to think about this a bit deeper, when mm-hmm. it comes to being overweight or obesity from a lifestyle point of view, all that is usually is excess energy, yeah. eating more energy than you were able to 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 utilize, to burn. So that could be, you know, Uh, eating too much or poor eating habits that could be due to lack of exercise but generally it's um, energy toxicity too much energy over a long period of time just increases fat storage and then obesity now sometimes the issue is that at what point was someone thinking about their lifestyle being a contributing factor and at what point is healthcare thinking about changing that lifestyle? Because it's a lot easier for clinicians to offer a medication than it is to take the time in trying to educate someone and try and change these subtle things. It's a lot easier to say, take this medication. We'll see you again in a few months' time. Let's see if you've lost some weight. That's a lot easier. And then the patient feels happy that they've been given something so someone's doing something for me something that's different from before Um, the clinician feels happy that they've got a good relationship with the patient and the patient's left feeling satisfied and it didn't take too long Um, so it looks on the surface like a win-win situation but if we look deeper into it actually um, it's not normally um, a win-win at all because medications have side effects surgeries certainly have side effects Um, and we've not dealt with the, the initial root cause that you mentioned, um, which could be about, you know, is someone exercising enough? Is someone eating enough, eating correctly? Are their eating habits, um, healthy? Um, that, those sorts of things, are their stress levels too high? As you know, you know, the more stress you have, the more weight you put on and all these things have a huge impact. Um, so ignoring those factors and going straight to medication and going straight to surgical procedures can be very frustrating. Mm.
0: Yeah, and and this is very really, very really interesting because um, you mentioned about the the shortcut taken by the doctors about prescribing uh, medicine, but also as you said, I mean, this it is something that the patient uh, himself or herself is is looking at, uh, is basically looking for shortcuts instead of going the kind of the tortuous road or the difficult road of you know doing some exercise and changing some of the kind of a uh, intrinsic habits of their life. Uh, like not eating in excess, or you know, uh, trying try to pay more attention to uh, the food that they eat every day uh, at home. They actually looking for like a, the magic pill or, or something that can allow them to uh, achieve their kind of desired goal uh, as quickly as possible. So it's exactly. like a, the generation of the, you know, I want everything now and yeah. uh, I can't wait. You know, the impatience of uh, today's world.
1: Yeah, exactly right. So uh, on one side, um, you've got the doctors and unfortunately, the system is set up that the doctors are under a lot of time pressure. And therefore, it can be very difficult to deal with changing lifestyle. And it can be a lot easier for people to just be given medication. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have got that issue to deal with. The other side of it is that um, most people are very aware that there are things on the market drug, you know, drug medications and things on the market that can help. Um, and after doing their own research, maybe by looking at marketing, not thinking about side effects, not thinking about other implications, um, they will then often see their doctors with the, um, with rather than wanting advice, more just wanting a prescription, wanting to be given the medication that they've already decided was right for them. Yeah, um,
0: so it's like confirmation so, of what they already decided. Yeah. Exactly,
1: exactly. So <laughs> the problem is, is uh, generally quite deep. Um, and very difficult to change because when someone has those sort of firm fixed beliefs, it can be quite hard to challenge that. Um, yeah. Lots of people believe that they're overweight and or stru- struggling with obesity problems because of something other than energy, something other than the way they're eating or what they're eating. Often, very often, people feel that either it's you know their genetics or um, they feel that they've got an underlying medical problem that wasn't diagnosed or something like this. They feel that the the responsibility, the responsibility wasn't theirs, something mm-hmm. else has caused this to happen.
0: Yeah, yes, I mean, uh, not to uh, you know be too harsh, but you know, mm. of course, it's always easy to blame someone else instead mm. of blaming yourself. And mm. uh, maybe you know, for some people, it's also due to some bad habits that they've been taken from their parents or from their family. Um, you know, maybe at home when they were young, they were not eating very healthy and then uh, as you know it's very difficult to change some eating habits in particular because uh, we have also some uh, sort of like uh, nostalgia of some mm-hmm. foods and stuff so we keep eating food that is not good for your body and um, we don't even want to try something different uh, because we don't see uh, the the need of uh, of change actually as you said i mean we blame the genetics factors or, you know, there's something wrong with me and uh, the Mm. doctor is not able to see it. Mm. Well, in the reality, I mean, if I look at from from a nutritional standpoint, I mean, uh, many diets are basically, um, or I would say like every diet is unsuccessful uh, because people are not uh, implementing uh, different um, habits or different strategies and they're not embracing uh, healthy eating as a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They want everything as quickly as possible. So they want yes. to get shredded or just yeah. get rid of the belly fat as quickly as possible before before summer. So they're looking for the pill. They're looking for the mm-hmm. thermogenics for the fat burner. And, uh, and then I, I, I believe that you know, everybody actually can lose fat, especially mm-hmm. if they go through this drastic diet because it's very simple. I mean, people make it very difficult, but mm-hmm. it's the usual energy balance equation. Uh, mm-hmm. So calories in, calories out. Of course, mm-hmm. if you're eating less even by eliminating an uh, entire food category like carbs or meat then of course you're going to create a calorie deficit of course mm-hmm. you're going to lose weight mm-hmm. but then in the majority like 95 95 99 percent of the cases actually uh, those people are regaining the weight after uh, the diet mm-hmm. and uh, if not actually they gain um, you know the same they gain the, the weight and also you know with a surplus uh, because the diet was not sustainable and they didn't really adopt some um, healthy eating strategy to maintain a healthy lifestyle for for, for life you know for yeah. the long term
1: so yeah a couple of things there so i think the first thing is that you get lots of these new diets that come on the market and the way they do that is partly by trying to make losing weight a complicated process Try to make it very complicated and then try to offer you a solution to the complicated process, which actually isn't required because it is very simple. Um, Yeah, exactly. super simple. Yeah. And and so that's the first thing. And and then also, although it is, you know, maybe that there isn't a genetic problem, maybe that there isn't a medical underlying issue um, on one side, it could be felt that um, maybe it's me, after all, that's to blame for being overweight or obese. But actually, if we turn that on its head, it's also very empowering. It's actually, mm-hmm. I actually have the power to change it. Yeah. Fine. Okay, so it's not that I've got something else going on that's wrong. I can change something. I can do something myself. And that's what um, I like to try and focus on, is that we have the ability with small changes over a period of time to make big differences. Mm-hmm. Um, if we are keeping our eating habits, our exercise, our stress levels, our sleep, these things, if we're keeping those things um, well-managed, and it's not an easy thing to manage in hectic lifestyles and hectic modern-day lifestyles, but if yeah. we're trying to manage those things, um, we'll be more likely to recognize, more, be more, it'll be easier to recognize when those things are being disrupted and when we need to do something about it. Um, and um, it'll be we are more likely to delay the onset of disease or prevent it altogether in my opinion. That's great.
0: Fantastic. And I think that, you know, it's brilliant what you just said. And um, it's just like very difficult. Um, It's easy to say, but difficult to do because uh, again, of the type of uh, society uh, we live at the moment, uh, we live now and uh, people are always looking for like some shortcuts. Um, So I think that the biggest problem is actually the impatience uh, Mm -hmm. of, people and um, we should try to enjoy more um, the small steps because uh, small steps in a year can make like a big difference Mm -hmm. well maybe we start you know with the diet we start with like healthy habits but then uh, uh, somehow you know after the first few weeks you want to have an acceleration we want to get to the results as quickly as possible and then we actually ruin a project that is actually a journey that is all about actually enjoying and appreciating the small steps, the big, uh, the small results that actually can end up being like big results uh, at the end of uh, a lifetime, uh, Mm -hmm. really helping us to prevent some uh, uh, chronic disease that are due to, you know, very uh, bad uh, lifestyle habits.
1: Yeah, certainly. So I think, um, I mean, when we're doing, making any sort of changes, I think the thing to try and do is... Um, see where you are compared to where you were, you know, uh, from, a, from yeah. a fixed point before, maybe a month ago or a year ago, whenever it was, but not see where you are compared to a social media, mm-hmm. you know, sort of um, iconic person and mm-hmm. and try and ex- understand why they are where they are and you are not where you are, despite the effort you're putting in. I think that's often a, a huge danger.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Totally agree. Totally agree. That's great.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, guess. I mean, I think um, there's I don't think there are lots and lots of things that that we need to do to try and maintain a sort of healthy lifestyle. Um, But there are some things that our body require, um, you know, like on a a daily basis, you know, for example, you know, nutritious food, water, sleep, things that we need to pay careful attention to, uh, which we, we, I think those are sometimes the things that are lower down on people's priority lists. So, usually, yeah, you know, it's a deadline at work, which is more important um, or, you know, um, sorting out uh, your car or something like this. Some you know, other task which will take priority. And then sleep is sort of, you know, well, if I can fit in five hours there, I'll fit in five hours. Uh, if I get a chance to have lunch, I'll have some lunch. And if, if I get a chance, maybe I'll drink some water. Uh, but maybe we don't pay enough attention to those things. Yeah, and and those are
0: actually the the easiest and simplest thing. I mean, sometimes we, you know, waste our time thinking about like minutiae or stuff that don't really matter, uh, mm-hmm. like I say, like the fat burning pill or mm-hmm. uh, other things like fit tea or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we we forget about you know proper nutrition. And mm-hmm. again, if you want to lose weight, the only thing that you have to do is just like achieve. A a calorie deficit so eating less calories than actually uh you're um you're you're introducing with the diet and then uh, the other one is like hydration and sleep uh physical activity and practice mindfulness mm-hmm. so as you were saying like instead of being overwhelmed by stress and day-to-day stress actually trying to find sometimes for yourself that for some people can just be the training uh, or the physical uh, resistant training workout but also, it can be a combination of uh, resistant training and some sort of yoga or mindfulness, where you basically switch off the the out, out outside world and just focus on focus on your breathing and focus on yourself and uh, what are your key priorities. Because if we keep keep going like crazy maniacs uh, without never you know switch off our brain and actually focus on the here and now, then uh, we will end up you know sacrificing a lot of our health maybe we're gonna be sleep deprived we're not gonna eat healthy because uh, you know what to eat that day or that for that particular meal would be like the last minute decision also mm. let's buy something from the supermarket or mm. let's buy something from a uh, fast food uh, shop instead mm. of like preparing a proper meal and then the physical activity will be all oh, i'm gonna just like do like a uh, super quick, uh, high-intensity interval training cardio, so mm-hmm. trying to squeeze some physical activity in uh, as small t- time as possible because uh, you know that's not my priority. Well, mm-hmm. it's difficult, but it's very important to, to plan um, kind of a, your priorities throughout the day and try to find some time for those five things uh, every day uh, because mm-hmm. this is how you actually can maintain uh, good health.
1: Yeah, I agree. So I think um, if we, we think that these things are the things that we need to do long term and pay mm. some attention to every single day. For it to for, it, for us to maintain it, we need to find a way to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: rather than you know, sort of doing it, feeling like you, know, you don't have time for it, you don't want to do it, but more find a way to you know, look forward to it and mm. appreciate what it's like to you know, cut everything else off and feel a bit peaceful. Uh, if we can appreciate you know those things and appreciate how you feel after having a healthy meal compared to a fast food meal if we can find the um the reason for doing it we're far more likely to then adhere to it and and look forward to it
0: yeah it's really the pursuit of a a balance that Mm -hmm. is actually very difficult because uh you know we are prone to think that the more things we do throughout the day the more productive we are but then if we don't pay attention to our nutrition, our hydration, our sleep, then we end up being very inefficient. So, not even achieving uh, the goal that we had in mind at the very beginning. Yeah,
1: yeah, completely agree.
0: Yeah. Completely agree. Cool. That's good. That was like a very nice um, episode, again, talking about health and healthcare. And um, I really like um, your approach as a as a clinician, as a, as a doctor as well, uh, just thinking about health first and uh, helping your, your patients really to uh, adopt some uh, good strategies and some uh, good habits uh, to have like a healthy lifestyle to prevent the onset on some of the uh, diseases and uh, try to delay them as much as possible. This is really, really good.
1: Yeah, I think the the, the biggest message I'd like to give would probably be that, you know, we, are, we have much more power than we may think yeah. looking after ourselves mm-hmm. and great. and maybe uh health has less ability than we might initially think nice. so we have yeah. we have a, a great deal of power to improve our health uh, and and maintain that
0: fantastic thank you so much ardev great and Thanks, uh, man. let's uh, talk again in the next episode then thank you cheers cheers